we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Wake that ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. We got Currency and Jermaine Dupree. Yes, Jay. indeed. Yep. What up? What, what up? up? What's, What's going, going on, on, fellas? And that's uh, just chilling, making moves. What this look like? How the this collaboration? Out, yeah, how this come together? The rollout. That's all. <laughs> yeah. How this collaboration came about? Uh, man, I did a record on uh, this Harry Fraud album. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I named the record Jermaine Dupree. Cause it, it reminded me of when I've seen bro on MTV uh, Cribs, mm-hmm. so it made me speak on it. Named the record after homie, then he heard it mm-hmm. and he hit me and was like, "Just come to the studio, like you should come through, like let's do a record." Well, what I thought was just come do a record, but then when we jammed up, like it fell right, and fuck, we never stopped working. Did y'all always cool yeah. with each other? Did y'all know each nah. other? Was just nah, not at all. No. No, and as soon as we jammed so up, y'all never, y'all never really, as soon as we jammed up, it was like no. on Step Brothers. It was like, yo, like you, for real, like did we just become like best friends, dog? Like we mm-hmm. just jammed up, just mm-hmm. now we got so many records. Man, let's go back to that MTV Cribs thing, right? Because you know nowadays when you see rappers doing that, that shit look like just everybody flossing. But back then, it really used to inspire people. How, so, so talk about that. Yes, like 
Dude had the iceberg sweater on. Just all the <laughs> stuff that was out of my reach yeah, yeah. at that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, they always see like how how, how kids like saw Black Panther. Like, yo, you look like us. Like, I'm like, no, nah, this nigga look like us. Like, this this it right here. You know what I'm saying? So you could do it. Because the only people I ever seen on that was like, I keep telling them was Hulk Hogan. And like, Britney Spears' <laughs> house and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then, bam, he comes. Like, yeah, this hard. But let's talk about that. What, what do you think the difference is back then? Because I, I remember seeing jd right the first time i even i, I seen uh, uh an exotic sports car was jd had the lambo with the aventadors with the yeah, doors of right. and he put the kids on it so for me it wasn't like flossing it was inspiring right when i used to see swizz or or, or hove it was buster it was inspiring yeah. why do you think people don't look at it now as inspiring now they look at it like oh he flossing why, why, why do you think it's the difference they are that's what they're doing they're trying to floss i mean you know it got to a point where like people you know there was, was a tv show and they was trying to make a show um and they started actually yeah. renting houses yeah, for people mm-hmm. that didn't have houses. They started renting cars for people who, so that that so that their situation would look the same as whoever they had on the show. I think that's where they messed up. You know, what I mean, that's where they took that part of what you're talking yeah. about out. Because, yeah. I mean, the last one I remember was when like they tried to do that with Red Man, and Red Man was like, "Nah, I'm gonna take you out of my house in Jersey." Right. And it was like a, you know, what I mean, he stayed in like a townhouse, townhouse, like, right? Mm-hmm. And. They was trying to give him a house and car, and he ain't he ain't want to do it. So, I mean, you know, that's pretty much what happened. Is like people just was like, nah, let's let's fake it and make it look yeah. like this is my house and these are my cars. Red so, Man's episode I, was as impactful. Yes, it was. Classic. Yes, it was. Like, to me, Classic. for real, dude yes, had a stack of video games. And yep. shit. I was like, well, I could I could also this is me too. I could also <laughs> I could also do this too if I got the game. Yeah, nah. yeah. And, and also, I think because you knew that whoever was on Cribs back then actually worked for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nowadays, yeah. it's just like you can stand in front of somebody's mansion and stand in front of somebody's family. Like, well, what? Yeah. We're asking, what do these people do? That's true. We yeah. didn't have what JD did back then. We, yeah, we knew sure. what he did. Yeah. For sure. yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. how was it working with JD? It was like, you know, honestly, it was like a dream, bro, because I've been in the game for a long time and just on the outside looking in, that's one of the people that I figured, you know, that was like somewhere else. I want that's out of space. You know what I'm saying? So you speak on it. You know, even I named the record Jermaine Dupree. I never mm-hmm. thought I was going to fucking meet Jermaine Dupree or anything. <laughs> that's wild that y'all never met. It. That's you know wild. What I'm cause, saying like cause y'all so, both be outside. Like yeah, but especially there, like y'all be outside. Yeah, but it's two different. Yeah, it's two like, different worlds. Realms. You know, like worlds completely. Like he's I, I, outside I never... in his group of people in the section may include like who you want to just throw names around oh, sure. all right and it's me and the homies so we're not, <laughs> not going it's not gonna happen you know right, what i'm right, saying right, right. so it's just great that it did and it's like when i when i thought i was gonna go to the nfl or the nba i used to look on the back of the cards and look at people's birthday and see who would be in the league when i got there mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and like this this is like that shit. This, this is exactly like that how was working with currency it's dope you know it's because um it's 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 interesting because I don't. We never talked about songs, right? Usually I talk about what we gonna do prior to even making a beat. Um, he rolling up, I'm making a beat. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't even know if he know what's happening. But um, it just happened. We never made one record where we talked about what we were gonna do. It just organically happened. So I felt like you know, the first five records that I saw this happen, I'm like, oh, this is this is something that's this is what organic, I guess, feels like, or mm-hmm. it means, right? And by the time we got to ten, I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is really something different than what than what I usually, you know, 
usually it's a process of like we gonna make a song like this and we need to make a record like this and we need to do this and put this person on there we ain't had none of them conversations but we got to that process mm -hmm. at the end of the songs mm -hmm. you know as as the the legend you are jd when you saw him name the song after you how did that make you feel because let's, let's be real people don't give you the credit the credit you deserve man not at all that's that's that was crazy you know what i mean i feel like that was like um um that's the thing i said the least i could do is do a record for him, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's the least I could do because nobody had ever done that. That's that's mm -hmm. taking acknowledging me to a whole nother level, mm -hmm. right? And there's other people that don't even have that, that don't even get that that level of like somebody naming a song after you, I, you know? So I never thought that and I never saw that in my forecast just to even happen. Like, oh, I, mm -hmm. I can't wait till they start naming records after me. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't even think like that. So it, was, it, it definitely took me back like, damn, okay. And you know, it also, it also was refreshing and a reset because what he did was he made me um um love and 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 all the things that I love. He lo he loves them. Mm -hmm. Like and he and he makes you appreciate he makes you appreciate stuff like that like the the car on the desk right there like mm -hmm. you know yeah. I collect toys, you know this is mm -hmm. so so the things that I do, sometimes people come out studio. They like, why you got all these toys in there? But he came to the studio and he's like picking them up, looking like yeah, my son will go it. crazy over this. <laughs> and he just uh, make you appreciate the stuff that you actually already do. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna ask. You know, both of you guys are, are are very underrated in your both crafts, right? So you know, currency. You've been out for so long. You put up so many records, and I feel like the world is is doesn't necessarily give you the credit you yeah. deserve. And the same thing with yourself, JD. Do y'all have that those Which conversations? I don't understand. Yeah, nah, we'll we, talk about it. We don't have the conversation, like, but, but we just—it's an understanding, like you know that—that's why we do what we do. But we also know like the ceiling that that that's almost over you by not being an asshole and waving your own banner and mm -hmm. demanding that people give you accolades and notice what you did. We just keep putting, you know, putting the numbers up. The shit work. You know? I feel like you have to do that when you're from the south, though. Yeah, and the, and the yeah if you that, want if you want yes. people to, to if you want that yes. then you have to do that yes you know what i'm saying if you just want to take care of your family pay the bills and, and and ball out on your own accord then you don't have to do it like i always say like i still want to go to walmart and look for hot wheels and shit you know but i want to <laughs> go in a ferrari or something so i work hard enough to do that you know what i'm saying but i'm not worrying about the other shit that come with it like those being in those circles and doing all that shit that that don't do nothing because all the guys up north will always be like, oh, I'm the king of New York, I'm yeah, the king I'm of hip-hop. Wayne didn't get in the conversation until yeah. he said he the best rapper yeah, alive. T.I. didn't get into the conversation until he said he the king of the South. Yeah. I feel like when you're from the South, you have yeah, to you say have it. To. You have to. You have to, you know. But all you could just stack your paper up. Yeah. That's that's really what matters. That's that's really what matters. J.D., you feel like you started popping your shit a little too late? Nah. I mean, I, I'm, it's hard to even say that because that's what... I'm on cribs. I'm popping shit. I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I just, I think people start paying attention too late. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I was popping shit at 19. I don't think people start paying attention to Jermaine Dupri like I was 25, 26 years old. Because mm -hmm. even now, when people start speaking of like the records I did, they leave Crisscross completely off that mm -hmm. whole list, right? So mm -hmm. half of my existence in the popping shit era, you know you know people didn't you know and why it wasn't no breakfast club when i did money anything mm -hmm. just imagine if it was i would have brought 
mm-hmm. stacks in here. Yeah. We would, you know, what I mean, it would have been. It wasn't no. It wasn't no Breakfast Club when we was doing that, right? And then people weren't even throwing money. We did. We was first first guys on TV throwing money in a video, right? So, um, I just think people just they don't they don't they weren't in that era mm-hmm. of when this happened. And then they start hearing that they should compare me to somebody, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. then that's where the that's where the lack of it happening ha- came from. And then I'm from the South. I represent Atlanta, mm-hmm. right, to the fullest. So therefore, the South always gets slighted. It just is what it is. It's not a. It's not a. Oh no, we don't. It's a true yeah. fact. It's we get slighted. Mm-hmm. Not as much anymore. Huh? Not as much anymore. Nah, really, really. We just really got dissed really bad, really, really bad mm-hmm. recently at the Grammys. With, oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no limit. Yeah, no, 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 no. Two live crew. No Luke Skywalker crew. is yeah. the. Oh, right. Listen, Luke Skywalker is the reason that the parental advisory That's sticker right. is on every That's rap right. record in the world. You're right. How do you do a hip hop fifty, and you do not put the person who put that sticker on these records That's right. on the show? That's right. He could talk on the mic. He ain't have to rap. He could have just came out. And for representation, and I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna slight Luke, they gonna always slight Jermaine Dupree. Cause I'm saying mm-hmm. I don't think I did the parental advisory thing. I haven't done anything that's that monumental to this is this is forever in hip hop, right? This is this was on your mixtapes. This mm-hmm. is forever. Mm-hmm. This is something that everybody had to feel because of what they did in Miami. And you can't put that man on the show, right? That's a fact. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. <laughs> like, yeah, Luke wouldn't survive this era. I don't want them to start digging yeah. up old Luke shit. They start digging up old Luke shit. They're gonna try to get Luke out of here in 2020. Luke ain't gonna care. Nah. Ain't do, go do, care. But do you ever look back at, and and think about you know some of the the things that you've created, right? Like, cause it's a lot of this stuff came from the tree of of Jermaine Dupree and Social Death, right? Yeah. People that that worked for you, that was intern, people that you employed. Yeah. Do you ever look back at that and be like, people, this is from my tree, and most people don't know. Yeah, we talk about your see he's. By the way, yesterday we was we we had a listening party last night. But prior to that, we was getting ready for a listening party. We was doing a photo shoot, and they was playing "Never Scared," right? And he was oh, like, "Why?" Yeah. He was yeah. like, "Why are they playing this song?" And I'm like, "That's my artist." And he was like, what? "I was like this. All right, I was like, what playlist is this?" And like, so so deaf. I'm like, "All right." So they played the ones you know for sure they're supposed to play. Mm-hmm. Like after Bow Wow, Bounce with Me went off, <laughs> Bone Crusher came up, right. So I was like, oh, they just mixing it up, like playing some stuff related to it. I knew that. I knew that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Look, I didn't know that. And then when he was talking to me about that shit, the Youngblood record came on. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, so this one too, you know what I'm saying? That fucked me up. Like, I didn't even know. Like, he was like, yeah, now they were signing. Yeah, Little John used to work for Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, this is the tree that you (laughs) See, when that's what I'm saying, if he don't know this, Right, then I, I don't know. Even, he don't was even, in. I, he was in the restaurant with Escape them in the video. That's all I knew. I was like, this nigga did all that. You shit. had to know I that know, Escape was JD artist. No, I knew oh, that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm okay, saying okay, that's okay. the ones I knew. Got you, got you. I got didn't you. know. I didn't know that he that he did that album for Young Blood. And I had no idea. Bone Crusher. You knew the franchise boys, right? No. Yeah, I know all the people. Uh, I knew if you see me, if you hear me, yeah, I saw it. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. So so that, it's crazy because we, they they put this list out of executives I think yesterday or whatever the thing was like mm-hmm. the top ten CEOs <laughs> and uh, somebody was asking me do I think I should be high on the list and I'm you know I don't care about that list but I should be higher but be, because 
I'm sure they did the exact same thing he's doing. They not even factoring in half of the artists that's that's come from this tree mm -hmm. that you speak of. Mm -hmm. But history has to matter, right? Because you know you can't have a Mount Rushmore of Atlanta without Jermaine Dupree on them. Yeah, but you know. So if Atlanta's if, if the, the way people revere New York, right? They they're gonna put the architects of New York on. So yeah. you got to put the architects of Atlanta on. Yeah, I I just think that you know Atlanta, modern day Atlanta is so hip hop, and um. I was doing both. You know what I mean? I got I'm responsible for a lot of R and B that comes from Atlanta. And I'm mm -hmm. responsible for a lot of hip hop from Atlanta, and I feel like the mindset of now when they talk about it, CEOs today, it's all hip hop. It's all hip hop. So you know. Even in that space, people try to like, uh, I didn't know you did Anthony Hamilton. You know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. you, you you try to move out a lot of the things and it's 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 just a I think it's just people just not living in the eras or not just not knowing. If you don't see me, because it's crazy because I'm the only person that I feel like if I put my tag on my record, if I put the tag on the record, they know. But if I don't say nothing, I just try to be straight CEO mm -hmm. and just like I'm putting out records. People don't ever mention me doing them songs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when you do projects like this, is it something? Are you feel like you got something to prove? What this project? Yeah. Well, nah, 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 nah. Okay. I mean, I feel like, I feel like this this project is really who I am. This rec this project is really what where I actually come from. This is rap. This is what this is how I started. Mm -hmm. um, it's a reminder to let people know that though, because mm -hmm. I think, like I said, when people start talking about Jermaine Dupri, the first name that come out of people's mouth is Mariah Carey or Usher or all of these, you know. I'm a hip hop guy, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I, I I write songs, you know, with the gift that God gave me. But mm -hmm. I'm 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 from the hip hop world, and mm -hmm. that's what it is. What makes you work with 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 newer artists? Like we seen you did Divisions album. What makes you say, you know what? I'm gonna dive into some of the the, the new artists that are not mine as mm -hmm. well. I mean, that's how I always. I mean, that's always that's what I did always. I mean, I Usher became a staple of mine because I did the same thing as I did with Division. Um, when I did Usher, nobody, you know, Usher, the face was going to drop Usher. It was like, Jermaine either works or you, all of y'all, it's out the door. Like, you know what I mean? So it was like, a, have always been that guy to just like, I don't have no problem working. Y'all believe in the artist? I like the artist. Let's go in the studio. So I don't, I don't never have the, I don't even look at it like that. And I, and I, and I had to do that at first, but then when I did Ari Lennox and her record went number one. I was like, why am I not doing this for all these other artists out here? They need it. Mm -hmm. It ain't even like a thing that I'm doing for me. They need it. They need somebody in the studio with them that can help them take them to the next level. Now, when you hear the conversations, like when you hear them say Usher versus Chris Brown in the verses, I think Chris is dope, but I think Usher got nuclear weapons. I just think it's a difference between the 20 Usher would come with and the 20 Chris would come with. How, how do you feel about that? I mean, I think that it's 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 still it's once again it's the same. It's like hip hop. It's like currency, right? He got he got he got way more records than a bunch of people, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's where people look at. It. They think about how many records Chris has and how many times they hear him. You hear Chris a hundred million times more than you hear Usher. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where people start basing verses on they don't they're not you're speaking on songs mm -hmm. people don't even listen to songs past 30 minutes right i be watching my daughter play a record and the verse don't even get done she mm -hmm. don't get through 16 bars she's going to another song right so they don't measure the songs like you're saying so i feel like 
the young generation, they all going to say Chris Brown mm -hmm. because they're not measuring how big the songs are. But if you a song person, you know for sure what what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think Usher will wash him is what you say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. If you a song person, half right. of them songs is mine, so I'm 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 a fight for my records. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I, I want to ask Currency too. You've been independent for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Now now break that the bulk down. Bulk of my success, like really mm -hmm. everything that anybody like really like knows <laughs> or the bread. I, anytime I got picked up money, it was all through the independent thing so you, now you're, you're independent you have to do everything yourself you have to play pay producers pay clearances everything yeah does that get tiring Nah, i got i got my homeboy you know what i'm saying musa dude you know we we like split everything so mm -hmm. it's easy it's easy as shit so when you hear people talking independent route do you think i've been doing this for a long time and it ain't as easy as they think or the nah, thing I, I, people just say said, I just said it's easy really because you just, as long as you get out your own way and, and handle it and stop comparing yourself to other people in these situations like just just do your work and when you look up you know what i'm saying you realize what you've done and, and where you at that's the whole thing independent people like always you keep fucking with the phone and, and watching what everybody else doing these people with these machines behind them and all that shit then you'll feel like you're on the treadmill if you just do your work then, then you'll do it you know what's the most you ever got offered from a label because i know they offered you and you know they come with like a couple of million dollars but it don't matter at this point not because like we we see it so it's straight that's the blessing i always used to see like when master p turned down the deal that they tried to offer him because he knew what he was making and the way they structured that i'm like yeah that was dope but now we just flat out don't have to talk to him at all you know just fuck it we already making that shit. Mm -hmm. just as much as you want to roll as many times you want to start the bus and get on the road go pick the money up that's the whole thing with the independent route. You building your listeners and then you just go to see them. And just, just you pretty much a pop-up shop yourself. Mm -hmm. You just go and travel. People who want to shop with you, they gonna pull up, you gonna make your bread. So it's more the touring it. and the merch that- and Yeah, for sure. The music is like the advertising for everything else we have. Like the, I can only speak on Jet Life, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But as long as we keep pumping the music out, we'll always be able to move the clothes and shit like that. And we about to drop furniture and everything else now, so. What gave you the idea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, it goes with the lifestyle. You know, you're doing pretty good. You, you're probably gonna kick back a little bit. So, you know, we're gonna put out some couches and some, some <laughs> with joint like holders, yeah. ashtrays and such word, built word, word. in. You know word. what I'm saying? With lumbar support mm -hmm. for you to be stoned and hang out and watch the TV and shit. We're thinking this all the way out. Yeah. Well, I was gonna ask you, what made you create Jet Life, the clothing brand? And you know, it'd be nice if, if, if you know, you furnish this place up here. We could do that. We could do that. We'll definitely put y'all down when we come with the furniture. Mm -hmm. And we'll send big enough boxes of clothes to everybody, mm -hmm. too. You know what, yeah, what made you create that? Because uh, it does so well. Well, I always was into, like, fashion. I always wanted to, like, put stuff on. And some shit was not out. Some ideas that, then shit that I miss, a lot of clothing line, stopped doing stuff that I like. And mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I know what to do. We'll just do our own shit. And, and keep it in that vein of the stuff I missed, and, and that's what works out for us. Are you ever surprised with the amount of support you get from the Cloverline? Yeah, I see it everywhere. Like, I just saw you. I think I'm your biggest game. model, I bro. Saw, I just saw you. Yeah. Okay. You do your thing, I am a model, sir. Nah, I am a model, <laughs> sir. I am. I am, sir. I am. Nah, uh, bro, you are a great spokesperson for the, for the brand, though. I didn't say model. You ain't gonna say model. I am a model, sir. I am a model. You can call me model. So, look, man, I am surprised. I'm places where I don't expect to see it and motherfuckers have it on this. And you could tell like that they know that they have it on. It's not like some kid gave it to his mom and she's at the grocery store. I'm talking about people in the know, such as yourself, who have it on. Like like Nas, after he wins the Grammy, he's got the Jet Life jacket on. And like 
uh, Lotto had a freestyle that went everywhere, and she had the Jet Life Letterman jacket on and shit. So it's like, even though I'm not in those rooms, I'm still in those rooms and shit. So it's tight because they know what I mean, you know. So they they bring it everywhere where they they feel like I should be at anyway. So it's tight. Yeah. I bet you used to get high and walk around furniture stores. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah. You nah, never did that. I, I used to get roasted and go to the aquarium. Okay. Zoo and stuff like so, that. Yeah, but so, not, not furniture. So how'd you stores. get a love for furniture? I like to chill. Mm-hmm. And it's all about finding <laughs> like comfortable chilling stuff. So we're gonna make our own. The same reason, like out of necessity. Same reason we did Jet Life Clothing, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like we need better stuff to chill on, so I'm gonna fill the void. So you be sitting in the couch like this, I don't I'm like, like this. I don't like this mother. <laughs> like the higher I get, I'm like, you know what, this shit is not, this not really for niggas to kick it on. So, right. so we're, we're working on it, you know? Well, what made y'all name the album, I mean the record Essence Fest? Oh, dig, well, you wanna speak to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's a, it's a rivalry between the Falcons and the Saints. Mm-hmm. This is a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, for the longest, when we first started working, I was like, you know, if we gonna do an album, once we got past the first 10 songs, I kept thinking in my head, if we gonna do an album, we have to make something that speaks to that rivalry. Or we can't act like, cause we ain't supposed to be cool when that game come on, right? right? So we can't <laughs> act like we don't know this. Like this is something that you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're from Atlanta, you know that. If you're from New Orleans, you know that, right? So then we, we both start trying to find out why it's a rivalry. But then it's also a love there. It's a love that, you know, if you're from Atlanta, you talk about going to Essence Fest in January. Mm-hmm. It don't happen till July, right? This is something we prepare for all, like the top of the year. People are like, yeah, you know, they getting their clothes ready in January to go to New Orleans. Um, and I feel like um, it's vice versa. When people come to Atlanta for the games from New Orleans, mm-hmm. they come out there and they have a good time. They love the city. So it's a love-hate situation. And... Um, I think the one thing that brings that love and that hate together is the Essence Fest, mm-hmm. right? So it was just only right. And then once we got the bounce, the record, mm-hmm. and it was the bounce and the vibe, and he had never rapped over a record like that now that he's a full-fledged professional yeah. artist, um, it just made sense to, to like bring all of that in and not leave one piece of that out. And I, I think the that. Essence Fest brings every piece you know, of the out. The fact that the first time you heard Get the Gap oh, yeah, I heard was it at, at a party in the Essence Fest. That's yeah. when he first heard it. So yeah. you know the way my mind works. I'm like, nah, that's it. The, the gavel dropped right down. That's the name That's the name of it. Mm-hmm. Talking about. Yeah. Get the Gap, that's a New Orleans classic, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I told him, like, it's in the fiber of all the music that ever came out after it from New Orleans. Really? It's Everybody funny. who rap has rapped over that beat. Like, the first rap you ever wrote was over that, I promise. Like, mm-hmm. any club you ever been to, you could have been 11 years old. If they knew you could rap, that was the beat they put on for you. They gave you the <laughs> mic in front of everybody. Now this little nigga can rap. And you had to rap over that shit, like, mm-hmm. straight up. So now, everybody know it. You know? Wow. Now, J.D., did you create 106 Park? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, see, the funny part about this... Yeah. The funny part about this is that... um. I, I didn't I didn't speak about I mean I'm a CEO right mm-hmm. so this this goes into the world of like what we was just talking about if you don't see Jermaine Dupree working you don't see me doing what we got to do then you're gonna always you're not gonna believe anything that happens right because mm-hmm. I, I want, when, when Charlamagne just said I want to reverse this and ask you a question when you say I don't get the respect that I'm supposed to get how do you feel when you see something that you didn't think was gonna work that's mine 
and it works. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I mean, I don't know. It shouldn't make you feel anyway. You probably don't care, but I'm just saying. I like, mean, I never thought about it, but if I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, why would anybody doubt somebody who's made several things work? Okay, but I'm saying, so when I brought the kids from the rap game here, remember this? Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, nobody want to see no kids oh, rap. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now Layla, yeah. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that's what I'm saying. How does that make you feel? Like, it don't make you like feel like, oh, I, you know. Cause I'm saying that's that's what that's what's happened, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's the same thing that's happened here, right? If you, well, what I should say is, JD, congratulations again. Yeah. So, you but, but I mean? the, nobody says that. Don't matter. Nobody's gonna say that. <laughs> nobody's gonna say congratulations. <laughs> but I'm saying, um, I say that to say that if I if I wouldn't have brought them here, y'all saw the kids. You've seen them from scratch mm-hmm. before they was ever anybody, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you didn't see it. And nobody else, and for, people have forgot about that show at this point. And Correct. I said, I created a TV show that introduced you to Lotto. Somebody wow, would challenge that damn. and be like, Did Lotto yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody would challenge you and say, No, you didn't. And you know what I mean? Like, so it's the same thing. When, when, when I saw MTV TRL, right? I used to drive down the street because we was working. I was working here. I drive down the street, I see all these kids outside on Tom, in Times Square, and I'm like, damn, why black kids don't have a show like this, mm-hmm. right? Meanwhile, I'm making the Bow Wow record, and I'm like, BT needs to do this. Now, if they had this idea in their mind prior to me saying this, mm-hmm. then God bless them. But I'm saying, what artist was they going to launch that show with? Because I provided the artists that made that show what that show became, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't no Chris Brown before Bow Wow. It wasn't no Lil Romeo before Bow Wow. It wasn't no Littles. And I think somebody got mad at me for saying the Little because- I was, disagreed with was, that. That was, was mad little Littles. Kim. It was a little Kim. It was a little John. It was a little Wayne. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not a young generation, I'm talking about man. the Littles. I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm clearing mm-hmm. this up. I meant the mm-hmm. Littles of his era. Not the little Johns. Yeah, it's always oh, been a, okay, it's okay, been a okay. little person forever. Gotcha. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm talking about all of Lil Romeo's, uh, Zane. Like who? I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? These people that came gotcha. in that Bow Wow lane. Right. That's what I meant. But I'm, what I'm, I'm still saying, if people don't realize that, you know, that's why, and people don't even understand that. I'm the one who gave Bow Wow the name Mr. 106 in Park. Mm-hmm. BT didn't give him that name. So why would I name him that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I put that in a verse to say I'm Mr. 106 in part? So why wouldn't Stephen Hill just acknowledge that? Because he said it wasn't true. He said JD just didn't create one. Um, I, I believe that, you know, I don't work at BET. Gotcha, right? gotcha, gotcha. So, so if you and I have a conversation, you don't come back to this office and tell everybody I talked to Jermaine for two hours, three hours on the phone. You're just going to come back in here and say, Envy, let's do this. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. I like to give people their credit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, it wasn't yeah. about me. Yeah. I didn't. I don't. I didn't want the credit for 106 in part, right? I don't, I'm not even saying. I'm not speaking on it now about me wanting the credit. What I was speaking on on that show was the fact of what I do for my artists, mm-hmm. right? When when you are part of what I'm doing, I'm gonna call Envy and be like, "Dog, they said we couldn't come to the Breakfast Club. What's happening?" I'm gonna take that extra mile to do what I have to do to make sure that my artists get that stretch, right? Mm-hmm. And that's all I was saying. I put a call in to Stephen Hill and say, yo, we need to do a show that looks like blah, 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 because I have this new artist by the name of Bow Wow. 
is that is that me making it? I don't know. But I know that that's what happened. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and people can take it however they want to take it. I, I don't understand you and Bow Wow's relationship either. Yeah, why don't you just grab him, put him in the headlock, give him a nugget, and then y'all good? It's your family. It's all good. When he says things like he regrets signing to you, it's like we your JD made you a superstar. It's also it's all I think I think the outside world, you know, it's the same thing I said. You kids of today and this generation of hip hop, we have a lost appreciation for things, right? And that's why I said about being with currency. It's it's you everywhere i go i'm seeing people don't have appreciation for hip-hop and that has become a thing in hip-hop now to not appreciate the things that came and got you to this space mm -hmm. right um but and it was I a turn I, though because he was he, he was like his a father figure to him yeah but and I now feel he, like, was, he was I, like his son i feel like the outside world makes you not appreciate that that's what i'm saying it's that's what it does it's it's the hip-hop world that we live in right now don't appreciate shit like for real like when i wore the high top fade the other day in the video right it's people on there that's so much more concerned with me thinking that i want to wear this at at my age and saying i'm going through a midlife crisis as opposed to looking at it and saying damn that's some shit that hip-hop that's what you would do if you was what hip-hop did mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. hip-hop made niggas do any and everything right. and we never had a problem we never questioned it it was because it was hip-hop and now if you do something that hip-hop makes you do uh or, or if you even try to there's no appreciation for it and that's 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 I think that's where that is and i feel like bow wow is in that space where he has to deal with you guys he has to deal with younger guys and the media definitely don't appreciate nothing right they just they don't they don't they don't until it's till it's over with. Until it's certain, but it's just certain people like I'm never gonna fight with, right? We and we could fight behind the scenes. I'm never gonna fight with Clue, right? That's that's my brother. I'm never gonna fight with Fab. Even you, I'm not gonna fight with you. You know, we, we could get into an argument, but it just seems something else was there, which is just hard yeah. to understand. Because I, I mean, I've been well, there. I'm not I, gonna fight. I'm a, I mean, I know I'm that, a, but you know, yeah, like, fight and fight. argue. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't even have no reason to argue. I mean, I, I feel like I understand it. I understand. I don't. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you, but but that's what I'm saying. You don't you don't understand it because you haven't had to deal with a person that, that has to go through this this a rapper, right? You're a rapper. You say this. You're a rapper, and people challenge you if you write your lyrics. People challenge you on this. People challenge you mm -hmm. on that. That that it's hard for a person to actually deal with that um, if you're not prepared for it, right? Me, like I don't give a fuck what nobody don't say about mm -hmm. me because I know what I do. And I know I'm outdoing everything that damn near everybody else is doing. So I'm not even paying no attention to it. But the majority of people, they can't deal with it. That's why the, that's why the Instagram is the way that Instagram is. Because every time somebody says something, people are, mm -hmm. right? And that's I feel like that's where he is. He gets caught up in that. And he's got caught up in that a lot, mm -hmm. right? Without me being around, he got caught up in that. They created a, what, the Bow Wow Challenge. I mm -hmm. wasn't a part of that, right? right? Mm -hmm. How do you deal with that? as a person right mm -hmm. he had to deal with it and you killed him right it's just <laughs> listening to this you know what i'm saying you part he, of it you, you know what i mean and <laughs> and it's like when a person is dealing with that they become they just get tight and they want mm -hmm. to, you know what i mean so then you want to try to like make it seem like you got it all you you hand you got it all on you you know it's on your, your thing. own I, I you got, got it it's your it's my thing so right. it's like 
I, you know, it's just a situation where you gotta you gotta know how to deal with it, and we you don't get coaching by this. I didn't coach him. To, I didn't teach him how to deal with that part of life. But he has to know somebody eventually is gonna do that to him too, and they they do do it. Like yeah, they people do. will take away, act like Bow Wow has just always been on Instagram. It's like nah, Bow Wow full fledged superstar. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> I mean that's what I'm saying. It's no appreciation for anything in hip hop anymore. Damn, you feel that way, currency too? No, as he's saying it, I'm peeping around like that. That is, that is insane. They just wiped that all out. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Do you, you feel like people don't have appreciation for hip hop? Do I feel like what? People don't have an appreciation for hip hop. They don't have appreciation for things. What what brought what brought them into it? Like what mm -hmm. made you want to do it? That's all. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not it's not why why you want to do it. Everybody's doing it now. Like the same reason everybody started selling Frenchie puppies. Like they just want to get money. It's just a flip. You know what I'm saying? It's not no real love in it. No. Are you you selling Frenchie puppies? No. Nah. Oh, I didn't reason said that. I know. I know. Nobody going to say drugs. You said Frenchie puppies. That's a drug too. Yeah, people see that that's the way. Like Money that's yeah. the new dope. So they're like, "Fuck it, let's just do this right quick." Now let me ask you a question. JD and Puff supposed to do a versus. Mm -hmm. Who you got your money on? I got roll with JD. At, at, basically, based on all of the shit that I'm finding out, like, oh, you did this, you did that. Like yesterday, I had like a a revelation. I'm like, I don't know how this would actually look when you're reigning these artists. Like, people going the same way I was shocked, and I think I'm, like, born in the game. I know everything, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I was, like, knocked on my ass yesterday on some shit. So that's what's gonna be a whole arena of people like, oh, you know he did. Oh, wait. All right, well, yeah, shit. I don't know. God damn, you know, like, that. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. That's the way I see it. Straight up, like, I don't know. I don't know how many records Puff will bring out that I'm gonna be like, I didn't know you did. I think I know you Every did. Every record, most yeah. of the records he did. I think I know it, you know, so. Mm -mm. How you feel about it, JD? Because a lot of people don't don't, don't think you can match up. Out. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, don't, I, I, I just look at it. I actually see it. <laughs> I, I see the chart, right? You know what I mean? It's like, um. But like you said, it's not only the records; it's also the the, the, the what that record did for the culture, right? In the yeah, field. yeah. No, I mean, it's not. It's like I said, I'm not. I'm like I said about the Chris Brown thing. I I believe that in versus world, people won't give it to Usher because of the way the mindset has been, you know, been treated. We've done that battle in here with kids, like with kids like like 25, 26. Usher catalog still runs timeless to them because their parents were listening to Usher. Mm -hmm. They like. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Oh, I forgot about like, this. They know seven o'clock yeah, in the drop top. Man, like, yes, they can't, yes, they can't yes, get yes, around yes, around yes, there. Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, but you know, like I said, I feel, I feel like it's, it's. I mean, I'm, I'm the underdog. I'm, I'm not even tripping on that though. I'm the underdog. I, I, that's I, not true either though. I'm, but. I mean, is, I, I, it don't, he's I'm not. The he is. Jermaine I mean, Dupree is not an underdog. He's not an underdog. In that, in that thing, you know, if it was a Vegas card. I think that yes, you know everybody like the favor would be you know would, he would be the he would be the underdog. I'm the people, underdog. To me, that's people yeah. who haven't paid attention. Then no, they haven't. But that's I, what I'm saying. I'm the underdog because it's like people who run everybody, the world, though, everybody that sits around really and they the say they're the ones who running this bitch. <laughs> they sit around and they say he can't match up, and they only talking about big. That's it. How long I've been saying that? That's all. Now, now you just say big. You said rap. That's why I said take mm -hmm. out. It should be a R&B remix versus. Take out the no, rap. You can't do that. Because you can't beat big remix. records. Because the not only because they're great records yeah. and nostalgia, Big's immortal. He's yeah, not I here mean, no that, more. That, that's that, that's the only reason why people say he can't match up because they're talking about Big and they talking about Big. You talking about Big? Big is Big. But I'm saying it's I, if it was a fight, I don't go into the fight thinking I'm not gonna get punched. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? It's just when I throw mine and when he throw his, that's what it is. It ain't about, he got punches. I got mm -hmm. punches too. You know what I'm saying? It's, it is what it is. Is it's, it gonna happen for real or is it just, just talk? No, nah, it's, it's gonna happen. It's, 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 it's bigger than what people think. What we want to do is bigger than what, what everybody's thinking about. And we want to make sure that, you know, it come across the way it's supposed to come across. Y'all do it. Y'all got to do figure out how to do two. Cause you can't just do one in Atlanta. You got to do one, like Atlanta and New York. You got to pick a neutral location to yeah. be honest with you. I need to go to Charlotte or something. You got to do, you got to do Atlanta. Got to do Atlanta. And you got to do New York. Got to do Apollo and you got to do I'm Atlanta. I said y'all should just do R&B and remixes. Do R&B in one city, hip hop in another city. Well, see, the problem with the remixes is I saw somebody saying this the other day, right? Half of Bad Boy remixes, I did them, mm. right? So the Big Papa remix, Whoa. I did it, right? Right. The Total and Craig, I mean Total and uh, Keith Murray, I did it, right? Mm. Total first rec first record that ever came out got Brad on it, right? It's it's it's. Mm. How do you score that? <laughs> How do you score that? You gotta you gotta drop those out. You can't drop them out. That's what I'm saying. It's like you know. So if you do the remix, but I saw somebody saying. But in New York, we ain't play that JD remix. And I was like, oh, okay. What remix? Yes, we did. The Biggie remix, the po Big Papa remix. We did. I don't, I'm just saying, I'm seeing people say that on mm -hmm. Twitter, but I'm just saying, it's, 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 either way you do it, you know, it's, it's going to be a fight whether we in New York or we in L Atlanta, either way. What came first? Was it the We Invented the Remix Bad Boy album or the definition of a remix So So Deaf album? Um, I think mine was coming first. Mm hmm. And I don't know. I don't know which one came out. Yeah. You know. Uh, but I mean, still, I I, I I, don't know. I mean, the remix thing has always been a battle between us. But it's it's interesting, like I said, because Puff was using me for remixes. It's not like I was a, a, a challenge for him back then. It was <laughs> like, go to JD and get a remix for Big Papa. Go to JD and get a remix for a total. Um, it, that, you know. I always wondered how much influence did you and Atlanta have on Big? Because, you know, we saw we saw y'all in Big videos. Mm -hmm. A lot. Saw Big in y'all videos. And I, I remember hearing somebody say Big, I think it was Jay or somebody said Big was going to move to Atlanta at one point. He was trying to get everybody to buy houses in Atlanta. I mean, well, I, I don't know about that, but uh, he and I spoke, me and him talked all the time. Because we was on tour. It was me, Brat, and Craig Mack. We was all on tour. Um, and we was doing, like, the Chitlin Circuit. And in that Chitlin Circuit run... Craig Mack was the hottest, then Brat, and then Big. And Big was frustrated with the fact that his records weren't as popular as Functify and, and Flavor at mm -hmm. the time. Um, and that's actually how I got to do the remix because Big felt like he needed me to get into that space where what, Brat was what at. What record was out during that time? Juicy. Juicy was out during that time. Mm -hmm. In New York. Mm -hmm. Not on the Chitlin Circuit. Gotcha. Right? The Chitlin Circuit. Around where we live at in Atlanta, mm -hmm. it they they hadn't it hadn't caught yet. So, mm -hmm. like I said, the flavor in your ear, then functified, and then juicy. I mean, people was fucking with it, but they weren't they weren't like head over heels, mm -hmm. and it was driving him crazy. And he he talked to me every day about doing a remix, and I finally did Big Papa remix, and then that's when we did the B side with him and Brat. He came to Atlanta, and when he came to Atlanta, yeah, he probably you know because I. I brought him to College Park. He came to my hood and did that song. So he probably soaked up, I need to move out here. That's mm -hmm. basically the same thing that happens to everybody when they come out there. Mm. Did, you, did you see what, the, the, one last Diddy thing, you see what Young Jock said about you and Diddy? He said the difference between you and Diddy is that Diddy understands marketing and that's what he got over 
Jermaine Dupree? Well, I think he said that Diddy took his artistry, him as an artist, mm -hmm. more serious than me. Um, he's right. I'm 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 all about making new artists. I'm all about putting oh I was all about putting out artists. Mm -hmm. You know, even like this this album me and currency got, um, I'm rapping on the record, but I'm not rapping all over the record because you know what I mean? I, that's that's who I am. I'm a, I'm a producer first, mm -hmm. and I've always been that way. And I think that that's you know that's one thing that he was saying. But even the Jock Jock was signed to So So Death for one day before that Bad Boy deal, and block one day? and block switched it and they went to Bad Boy. You I, can do that. That's not illegal. Yeah, I thought he signed. If he signed, how'd... nah, nah. I'm saying he was signed because the person who produced the record was signed to me as a producer. Mm -hmm. So Nitty. Huh? Nitty on the beat, right? Yeah, Nitty yeah. on the beats was signed to Social Death as a producer. So I wasn't even thinking about like I wasn't even pressing because I'm like, I know this is my song. Like we was at Virgin at this time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I know this song is coming over here. It's easy, right? And I had already had the franchise, but we're having all the success. I'm like, it's no way possible you don't give us this record. Mm -hmm. If you find the first version of it's going down, it says so so deaf at the beginning of the record. Right? So I was cool, like clearly, like, oh, we got this. I went to sleep, woke up the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen? I mean, I didn't sign, I didn't actually sign him, right? It's like you signed to me, mm -hmm. and I know you're gonna do the right thing for So So Oh, got you, got you, got right? you, got you, got you. And you already done said So So Deaf at the beginning of the record. Yeah. So I'm like, Shh, oh, it's got my tag, it's got a tag on it already, we cool. I'm gonna go yeah, to sleep, we'll make it a deal, you know what I mean? You said you should've stayed up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was that's that was that situation when it's going down. That's funny because I was even thinking about that. We we having these conversations about the South and how the South don't get respect. Like I saw Jock in the interview, and the person interviewing him was like, "How does it feel to have a career for twenty years with just one hit?" And I'm sitting there thinking, like, Jock got like seven, eight yeah. records that yeah. go off. Yeah. Just don't know. That's 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 that slight I'm talking about. Yeah, the South getting know. slighted. I'm yeah. trying to tell you. But you ever go back and, and think about the fight that you had to do that? I, I think a lot of people don't know, which opened the doors for a lot of those Southern artists. No, nah, that's I, I one. Think of, you spoke that's about one. It before. That's one of the other statements I said in that interview that people was like, "Jermaine's it's all cap. Jermaine's just cap." And I'm like, "All right, listen. It was a time in New York when Southern rappers was not on the radio." at one, two, three, four, five o'clock in the afternoon, right. right? And I was frustrated. I'm like, you know what? We gotta figure out how to get in. I hired Envy mm -hmm. to introduce me to the streets of New York mm -hmm. and move around so I could be able to be, so people to see my face and be more out here. Nobody from the South beat the streets like me. You know this, right? Facts. And the way that we beat the streets and we made Never Scared, Permanent stay record in New York. Oh, I think they Then like we me. put Cameron and Busta Rhymes, and we did everything to make sure that I, mm. that the South was, you know, represented well in this town. Um, and then the Young Bloods record, and these two records became so popular in New York alone that you heard them like it was Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was the beginning of all of these other records being heard on the radio the way they heard today. And if I'm wrong, then well, you I'm this? wrong. I don't remember, but I remember they told JD, oh, oh, I think they like me. Yeah. They told JD to take the franchise boys off, just leave it, Jermaine Dupree, <laughs> Bow Wow, and the Brat. That's the only way that they were going to spin it in New York. So there was no mind, mind playing tricks on me, didn't play, no no limit? Not like this. We t I'm talking about 
midday, Rotation. no mix show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All them records was mix show. We, mm-hmm. I'm talking about no mix show. Just you turn on the radio and you hear these records, you never heard the South. No outcast? Not like this. Mm-mm. Not like wow. this. Wow. Wow. W- with everybody selling their catalogs, you think y'all too would ever think about selling y'all's? Uh, I understand how, why people do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. They call me with $400 million. <laughs> All right, well, shit. You know, how many generations of us are going to be okay off this 400 tickets? Right. You know, maybe mm-hmm. we'll, we'll fucking do it. I don't know. I'm waiting for all my reversions. Y'all don't hear people talk about that much, but I'm I'm waiting on mine because everything that came out in 92 is coming back to me uh, 100%. Everything that came back in 93, 94 is coming back to me 100%. I wrote 100% of all of Escape Records. I wrote 100% of Crisscross. I wrote 100% of Usher My Way. I, when the records, I, when they come back. What do you mean when they come back? That's because I, I have a deal with, with Sony mm-hmm. as a publishing situation. But the reversions, it comes back to me and I don't have a deal with them. So when, when, when the reversions come back and somebody walk up and, you know, and they got that ticket yeah. he talking about yeah, and you know it might do? be it might be a, a conversation explain that jd because you always been the ceo so i didn't like well, even with writers you have to give over some of the publishing or the matter no you or? make you make a publishing deal when you're okay. younger right I, I made a publishing deal when i was like what 19 that's when I, that's when i got my money they gave mm-hmm. me you know you give me a million dollars that's the first million dollars i got from that sony um and it's like a joint it's like a 50 50 split mm-hmm. p- publishing situation um and then you know I've been over there since I was 19, <laughs> which is a long time. Mm-hmm. But you know, they get all the songs. So all the songs that you make, they go into this thing. And you and you know, I've recouped two, three times, right? Mm-hmm. I could have left a bunch of times, but I stayed. And you know, so I'm just waiting now to, cause I never. I by the way, when I start writing songs, to hear that in 25 years you get your reversions or whatever i never even thought i'd make it that long so mm. i'm saying i'm here i'm past that point at this point now so now i'm like come on so damn at one point michael jackson don't have your publisher yeah did, did y'all ever talk about that nah, nah. <laughs> i mean it's not it's not it's, it's not even thought about from that type of perspective yeah. but yeah because i mean at, at the time when no but no because that was after that you know, it was after because it was Sony. It was e, it was EMI at first. Okay. So so Sony bought EMI. Michael Jackson bought he bought the company that 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 I was in business with at that point or ATV or whatever it is. Yeah. And the, um, that's when they turned it in there. So at first, nah, the beginning of my career wasn't like that. But later on, it was. Yeah, later on. Wow. Did you see the uh, Janet Jackson documentary? And um, of course, you've seen it. And people, <laughs> people were trying to, to get you to get back with Janet. Did you uh, see that? Like the memes are going on and, and, and saying that, that y'all will be a perfect couple. You ever thought you ever thought about rekindling that? Uh, I don't think I thought about it. Hmm. I don't, it's not a thing I'm sitting around thinking about. Uh, you know, if it happened, it happened. Even when you're smoking with currency, that high grade weed, don't, <laughs> don't cross your mind. <laughs> Man, he's a hooker champ. Well, I, I tried, I tried for two years of knowing him to, to pass him a joint. He don't get out. Not even close. Uh, he smoked hookers. Do you still get high currency? Does it still impact you in that way? Nah, it's just you know, it just levels everything off. Yeah. You know, I think I get high higher the more sober I get. Like the further removed away from weed I am, like if I'm stuck in the airport or something, I start like being hilarious because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, becoming, I'm becoming more sober. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Do you, right. do you still think you got a great ear, JD? A great ear? Yeah. 
the greatest. You know what I mean? As far as, um, but I mean, I think I think it's like I said once again. I feel like it's unappreciated um, because people don't care about that anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? People don't they don't care if you find an amazing singer. Mm -hmm. um, they want to know if that amazing singer like it's like crazy. Like if a person is actually really really talented and they come from church, they probably only got like two followers on Instagram, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The business that we in, they could be Aretha Franklin. And you could take them to the label right now, and they'll be like, do she got 100,000 followers? Mm -hmm. uh, we'll wait till she come. We'll wait and let, come back and see when you, when you got a little bit of followers. Mm -hmm. What is that? Like, right. right? So it's like, to question my ear, that's, that's my ears. I'll find Aretha Franklin, and somebody will be like, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. It's not about that no more. Yeah, it's about who she's dating. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If if she got into a fight somewhere, is there footage of it now? <laughs> TikTok dances. Now let's drop this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's how people felt about the division record, though. It was like this record feels like a gimmick as opposed to a classic R&B record that a JD would be attached to. I don't. Uh, well, I you know what I think. I this is what I think is I think that it's the fifth album, right? So first of all, the people that think that saying that. They just learned who they were through me. That's true. My channels, my uh, channels are very much hey, 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 right? If they on their fifth album, how is it a gimmick? It's like mm -hmm. this is their fifth record. Right. Um, you just learned about division. You just found out who they were because they got a record on the radio, right? And and Jermaine Dupree and Brian Cox did the song. Mm -hmm. Cool. And it's controversial because it's saying something. But you just, you know, I, I just think I I think I I honestly feel like what Chris Rock has been saying, the selective outrage, outrage mm -hmm. weighs heavy on me. It just does because, you know, right now Division has the, one of the biggest songs on TikTok with the Touch It right, mm -hmm. and people keep complaining that I keep overposting it. I'm like, it's my record. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm supposed to do, right? Or, and it's like, when other people do that, don't nobody say nothing. Open that two times there. Cool when I do it. It's cool when, when they, they do, do it. it. Fuck them. Yeah. It's cool when they do it. When I do it, fuck them. Yeah, see, so that's what it is. I just think it's that selective outrage. And it's, it's you know, you can say that, but you just learned who Division was. Right. right. Well, know? JD and Curse, got to go. Oh, last question. SWV Escape, who opens up? Ooh. 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 We just heard that discussion this week. Yeah, I heard that. Mm. It was pretty sticky. I want to hear from both of y'all. Nah, um, think about uh, all the records they got. Um, If, if I was nah, still, if I was still like the front running mindset of escape i would have escape it open why because the pain that they gonna put in before you know coming <laughs> coming after escape is hard they they really sing it's not like a you know fuck all the bickering and beef they really can sing right mm -hmm. so it's like and i'm not saying swv can't but because coco's and, otherworldly coco, huh? coco can sing oh yeah no nah, yeah. i'm not saying they can't sing i'm just saying I've always had that mindset. I've always had that mindset about me as a as a as an entertainer. Like, let me go first, right? Because I feel like it's harder for the person to figure out what they got to do afterwards. I, I remember seeing Jay Z saying that he he went on after DMX one night, and DMX took his shirt off mm -hmm. and he started pouring water on him, and he was <laughs> backstage like, man, what the fuck I'm gonna do when I come out there? <laughs> that is the mindset that you had. Right until you get out there and, and the crowd make it different, but 
put that pressure on the person make them sit back there and try to figure out what they're gonna do when they come out mm -hmm. that's what i would do see I, I i think i think they should do different markets right swv new york certain areas i think they should close but atlanta escape gotta close in atlanta yeah, I, like you I said, I, mean, I, I wouldn't areas. even I wouldn't even argue about it. I just because I, I don't I, I personally feel like that 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 closing first thing. I feel like that's just all it's mental. I remember going to the Triple Threat concert, right? And it was Al B. Sure, um, BBD, and I want to say Bobby Brown, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, I love all of them. BBD was busting Bobby Brown ass, you know, for the time period that they came in. Bobby brought, you know, he did what he had to do in pulling up the rib. But I'm just saying, them being where they were, it wasn't a bad slide. Mm -hmm. It's not a thing that I was thinking about, like, damn, BBD should have closed. Right, 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 they was right. killing it. I mean, Got Poison you, was at the height at Poison at the time when I saw this. So it felt like they should have closed. But, you know, when when Bobby came on and Tenderoni and all these records came on, you realize why he was the closer, gotcha. right? So I just feel like me personally, I, I, I look at that performance slot thing different. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. make sure you pick up the album, Jermaine Dupree Currency. For motivational use yeah. only. Yeah. Appreciate four. you guys for four, joining us. Four, four, yeah, four, four. four. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's The Breakfast Club. It's JD and Currency, y'all. Yeah. Wake that ass up. In the morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. 
the, I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends.